What is up, everybody? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. Oh, man. Oh, so sad. First game back from the All-Star break and back in the Losers Lounge. I'm Adam Adas. Harrison Wind, say something so people get your voice. Not the way we want to start off post-All-Star break run, man. Not Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Brendan Boat. Season's over. Call it off. The season's over. <laughs> it's done. The Nuggets are done. And, of course, Eric Weedham, D-Lenko. That's right. You know what? I'm, I remain unfazed. Unflappable. Wow. This is a shocker that you're uh, completely irrational. <laughs> Eric is optimistic nuggets. about the Nuggets. <laughs> um, so the Nuggets fall to the Oklahoma City. They get their first divisional loss of the year. Mm. Nine and one isn't the worst, I guess. Like, it could have been. Their first yeah. divisional loss of the year. Isn't that wild? I was. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I was really hoping they could run the table in the division. That would yeah, be great. I was really hoping that would have been great. They're not in danger of dropping it though, right? Who is trailing them in the? Uh, no, I mean they're comfortably up on it. So yeah, yeah they really good chance. Well, but that would have been fun. Of but course. that would have been fun to run the entire table. Um, first takeaway from tonight, man. My first takeaway from tonight is like, kind of in the grand scheme of things, everybody got healthy. Denver rode a lot of momentum into that All Star break and. I kind of felt like this team was going to really hit its stride right out of the break. Yeah. Obviously not what happened tonight, so big disappointment there. And then, you know, probably the second takeaway is a big game from Nikola Jokic and just not enough help around him tonight, I thought. Yeah, that is a storyline. I mean, Jokic was pretty great all the way up until the fourth quarter. He was a little bit more quiet, although mm-hmm. he really wasn't getting the touches in the post. I mean, he wasn't. it wasn't like he was missing a bunch of shots. He just kind of wasn't around. Um, but yeah, they get a good performance from him, but it still goes wasted. Brendan, what's your your big takeaway? Not terribly surprised. I think it was Harrison who I think introduced the the notion like, hey, maybe they might have too many mouths to feed again, right? Or they might get back into that. So I figured it might take some time. They came into the All-Star break rolling, but again, that wasn't the 10-man rotation. Right. So how do these guys work together? That certainly wasn't an answered question prior to the break. Why would it be now? So not super surprising. Eric, the optimism. Give well, some life into us. Uh, well, my big takeaway is that they just have to, like, this is the same thing that happens every year. That's for the last two mm. to three years where Malone's hand is forced into lineups, like right. what we were saying, and then people come back, they don't really know how to play together. Michael Porter Jr. only gets eight minutes. Mm. Um it was a but bad eight minutes. I think we'll it was talk a bad, about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, was, I think that'll come up. <laughs> it was just, I think that'll be a talking It was point. just like the bench looked really like they just didn't know how to play together, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think what you can say if you're look going to look on the positive side of things is this is the first time since January 6th, I believe, that the Nuggets started their opening night starting lineup. <laughs> yeah, it, so, from, since when? January 6th. Okay, all right. So not about, a, not a, month, as as about a month and a half. Okay. And... um. You know, as good as that starting five has been for two, like two years now, although, although you know Barton was not good last year, but as good as that starting five has been, it's still going to take some time to gel. I think at least a game or two, so you can talk about that. And even the bench unit, even though it was the bench unit we expected that the Nuggets would play, not a bench unit that's played minutes together this year either. Yeah, I think that to me is the big takeaway. Is you kind of referenced when you're shorthanded, everybody knows exactly what's about to happen. That game when there was only seven players, every guy knew when I get in there, I'm in there. To, I'm not going to get yanked. Malone wasn't going to yank your minutes because oh, you had a bad stretch. You only have seven. Everybody's got to play. There've been games with eight, nine, ten guys, but everybody knew. I think now there's a little bit more of a like. There just was a little uncomfortableness. People just seemed a little uncomfortable out there. Like, don't screw up. Yeah. Reticence. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Does right. that mean what I just said? Uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> just messing with me. 
No, I, I think there's something to that. I mean, I've been on this all year. This team plays a little differently when they're down a couple starters. They play with nothing to lose. They play with a little bit of an edge. There's more of a defined pecking order. And there are a lot of mouths to feed when the Nuggets are fully, fully healthy. Am I concerned about it? No. I, I think they'll figure it out over the next couple of games, but I just think it's something that takes a little time to iron out. Was this a big loss? I don't think so at all. Why not? I think they have a good grip on the division. Uh, it was a road game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, actually, if you go into it, this was kind of a coin flip game. I mean, Oklahoma City's a playoff team. Oklahoma City was favored by one point was gonna, in this game. Yeah, I think it's weird to view this game as a game the Nuggets should have won. Could have mm-hmm. won. Would have been better if they had won. But does a loss, does one loss in Oklahoma City coming out of the break damage your playoff chances, your seeding? Not really. No. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the bench was heavily in the minus time. <laughs> heavily. Like, well, I mean, it showed. It felt like it. Jeremy Grant, negative 17. Mm. <laughs> Yikes! Going uh, up against his former team, Michael Porter Jr. was a negative. If you will, yeah. was Michael Porter Jr. was a there, negative was fourteen anything, in eight minutes. Notice, was there anything? Yeah, that was his. Not great. Was there anything with Jeremy Grant? Like, did he get an ovation tonight? I'm sure they gave him a, a little scoreboard know? message. Uh, a little, do you think there was a video? Is Jeremy Grant the kind of guy that gets the like? <laughs> they probably sent him like an edible arrangement in the no, locker they, room ahead of time. They probably shouted him out in between play. Yeah, yeah everybody gets like, the who, shout. Who was just I back mean, in Denver a couple days? Trey Lyles. Yeah. And they gave him a scoreboard message. Yeah, a little scoreboard. He was only here in Denver for one year. Jeremy Grant was in Oklahoma City for Ray- what three years? Raymond Felton got one of these like a little like montage. Also, and he played like twelve games. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. He was awful. Awful. He was, he was also loved in OKC by like the media and the organization. From what I know, as a I human hope being. Jeremy Grant. Well, he was got a, a great. Nice... He was amazing in Oklahoma City. He was so good for them. Yeah, um, but there's a real question here. Like Jeremy Grant's been interesting because there's certain skills, parts of his skill set that have really shined for Denver. Mm-hmm. But it seems like. As far as a piece of the puzzle fitting into the guys that were already established, namely that second unit, Torrey Craig, Mason Plumlee, it just hasn't looked good all year, especially when he's played alongside Plumlee. And that was one of the questions tonight was, okay, well, um, you know, are they going – number one, are they going to play all of their minutes together? We learned that was yes. And then – at least for tonight, was it going to look any different than before? The answer is no. In fact, it looks a little worse than usual, I would say. Him being with... What do we have here? What's it say? MPJ for one, <laughs> two, two, three, three minutes. minutes. Oh, <laughs> super producer Kale. Yes. Off but the top you, I mean, you remember Jeremy... Off the top rope. <laughs> at the beginning of the season, we were asking if Jeremy Grant was good because he was play- paired with Plumlee. Because he kept like, playing like this. I mean, he looked like right. minus 17. And, and then when he would crack the I starting mean, lineup good. every now and again, we were like, he's oh, wow. He's clearly good. I think all the Nuggets, all the top 10 players in Devers' rotation are good. It's, yes. a, matter, it's a question of it's fit. It's do fit. they fit yeah. and is the right combos being, being put in position to fit? So yeah. I think the big question now is like, the Plumlee, Jeremy Grant, Torrey Craig front court on the second year, that's obviously what the Nuggets want to play on their bench group in an ideal world. Yeah. On the year, those three have played 114 minutes together. They have a negative 6.1 net rating. Terrible offensive rating, bad defensive rating. It just hasn't worked. The, the question is, how long are they going to try to make that threesome work the, off the bench? The answer they, they is have the a, whole they have, a long, <laughs> they have a long runway. They have 26 games if they really want to. But then you run the risk of, okay, we're at the end of the season. We've tried to make this trio work the whole post-All-Star break. It still isn't working. What are we going to do in the playoffs? So how long do they try it for? 
I can't see it. I can't see Malone I going I don't away either. from it. I don't either. I think he's going to stick with it for yeah. a long, long time. I mean, he's st- first of all, stuck with it all the way from October to November to December. The injuries were the only thing the that broke it up. The only thing that broke it up. And actually, if you think back to last year, there were some similar things that happened last year. And I, I do wonder. We talked last year about January. It's Murray and Jokic and everyone else is injured, and mm-hmm. they gutted it out and they got it done. This year, everybody gets injured and gutted it out. Maybe there's something, too, like actually – the more you rely on these very certain specific players and the other pieces are more about how do those Jokic, Murray, how do those guys, um, you know, who cares if this guy's be- the this bench player is better than this bench player? It's how do they fit with the guys that actually matter? Of course, yeah. Yeah. That was such a good point. Nobody had an even follow-up with that. <laughs> that was a really you, you good should, one. Uh, just drop that mic. <laughs> wow. And by that, That's I mean... It, folks. We're out of here. And by that, I mean just stop talking. But it's funny, me? man. I mean, and, and it's crazy because last year... All these guys had a good regular season going into the playoffs, and then there was a handful of guys that, oh, are these six-team guy game players? Right. Plumlee was one of them. Mm. Plumlee did not have a good postseason. Yeah, I don't like being uh, hit with the reality that we may have seen the last of PJ composure for this full. full oh, season. I know there was no composure, and there was no Jordan McRae. Like I, right, I fell just, in love with Jordan McRae. Well, I'll take the rest of my point and shove it in my yeah. back pocket. Oh, did you have another no, point? No, 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 I want to no, hear no, it. No, 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 please, please. It's just it's it's something. Like it makes a lot of sense to drop Plumlee from your rotation outside of the fact that he's paid what he is and Malone believes in him the way he does. He's a Malone player. It's the same with Tory Craig. I yeah. mean, and that, and that's sort of the, at least from the outside that seems to be part of Malone's thought process is, oh no, Craig's good. We mm-hmm. gotta play Plumlee's good. We gotta play him. Jeremy Grant's good. And it's like yeah, but are they good together? Right. Like it, it, the combination of those ingredients, do they equal a delicious pie? Maybe could have used some Jordan McRae tonight. <laughs> Six of twenty-seven from three. The a other thing, metaphor. I want a delicious a Colorado bit. mountain pie. Ooh, Colorado, no, it's ad free. <laughs> Man, it's a uh, weird thing to say about my, a two seed. Yeah. Could have used some Jordan McRae tonight. No, the thing about this team in shooting, and this is my one concern yes. after the trade. Let's go here. This is where we need to go. For me to feel confident about this team as a three-point shooting team, Michael Porter Jr. has to be playing yeah. around 20 minutes a game, and he's got to be a threat from three, or else they might not have enough I don't want. I want to go to MPJ in just a second, though, but I do want to go to the three-point shooting, and that is that Nuggets weren't a good three-point shooting before they lost Malik Beasley, Wancherina Gomez, who, by the way, both guys now shooting lights out. Don't look at the Minnesota don't, don't box score bat- tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, get rid of two guys that are <laughs> really capable <don't>. scorers. <laughs> and I want to bring up Wancho later on when we talk about MPJ because it's funny how a change of scenery can bring a guy shot back. But um, you get rid of two guys that were floor spacers, especially Beasley, who actually was a floor maker, a shot maker. Denver doesn't have guys. Like, there was a, watching today, there was a lot of like, yeah, but who are you going to put in? Like, Jordan McRae is the one guy, but. Love him. Yeah, but you only love him because he can make the shot. It's not yeah, like no, he has the all-around game. It's just answer, yeah. Denver's in that point now, to, to Harrison's point, of like MPJ is so important just because he's a, an actual floor spacer. Denver doesn't have floor spacers anymore. They really don't. Yeah. They're, they're very thin on them. Jamal Murray, Will Barton, those guys are good shooters. But I, they're not elite shooters. They're not like mm-hmm. guys that you're like afraid they're, they're going to They're totally shot. banking on their guys who have been very streaky throughout the first really two-thirds of the season, Jokic. Barton, Murray, uh, to hit their stride from three. They're banking on that. They really are. And the thing is, as Adam's saying, like it's not just making the shots. These guys don't stretch defenses. Right, right, right. The spacing isn't changing. Here's my other thing about the bench unit. The Nuggets don't need their second unit to be amazing. Like They don't need their second unit to go out there and kill everybody. They need their second unit to just 
play even. Yeah. That, that's all they need. And well, it's crazy how we've lowered the bar, though, right? Because right. this was the thing at the start of the season was like, oh, the bench. There's vaunted depth. That first yeah. unit's going to be so good, and then that bench comes in and just another you know I think they'll get you the know one. And now it's like, oh, the bench is coming in. You're only up six. Oh, God. You know what we're talking about, though? Like, the Nuggets got punched in the mouth in the first quarter yeah and they just like kind of didn't recover they were down by 10 after the first oh, and they, they, they ended up losing by they recovered well i know but i'm Jokic saying like put him on the, his back in the third they got I, i'm saying even, like we I if we don't have it. that disastrous start to this game it's like a different story uh, but that's kind of a pattern the, the starters could have been better tonight too the starters were not amazing i thought paul yeah. Millsap struggled tonight yeah he, I, looked, he looked really slow i was gonna there say a the couple defensive possessions the other thing about a bunch of guys coming back from injury it's like not like oh we're full strength no everyone's Back. Yeah. Oh yeah, but is Paul Millsap full strength? It was basically right. full He's got to get back in the game. Yeah, shape. of course, of course. Yeah. Not. He's got to get that cue boyed up. Um, guys, there's an elephant in the room on this team, and it's Gary Harris, and it's just like every game that goes by, we talk a little bit about the same thing. But you mentioned uh, Brendan the rest of the year. That's how long you're going to stick with him. Is there a scenario in which it's just like, guys, he can't, he can't play. I mean, he just, he's not, he can't make shots. He can't make drives. I feel like that scenario is down two games in a playoff series, maybe down. So it's that far out. Well, but here, here's, here's, let me go here with it. That's because the season is on the line. Denver is right now two games up on Houston for the five seed. I mean, you'd go on a three game losing streak out of the all-star break. You go from the two seed to the five seed. Isn't Mm -hmm. that the same thing? Yes. I just don't. I'm not expecting like a big slide here. I think they, okay. you know what I mean. Okay. I, I keep they, I'm with I keep, you. they keep I'm winning with you. at par, and as he's done all year, Malone, perhaps rightfully so, looks at that and goes, "Okay, we're not changing that." They're so what would the move winning. be? Will Barton to the two, Tory Craig to the starting lineup? <laughs> because That's that thing. would be the move. Does that really help you that much? Depends. I mean, on the it certainly doesn't give not. you more shooting. Yeah. Probably yeah, not. although right now, man, if you had to choose who's going to hit you an open shot, but your point, your point yeah. stands. Your point stands. Yeah. It's the same Gary thing. Harris was really, honestly, very effective when he was run, running with the bench earlier. Like, uh, you remember in the they, season? Yeah, I mean, like it was like five. It wasn't for a long stretch, but like they put him on with the bench unit, and I mm-hmm. thought it would be a completely ineffective uh, setup. But it actually paid dividends when he was in there. Do you not remember this? I don't. No, yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm I remember it very vaguely, but it was more of Gary Harris as just like a very small piece in the chain. He's got to make shots. I mean, he's a weak link on the offense right now because he's just really not a threat to to put up any kind of points. I mean, Yeah, I mean, he was one of three from three tonight, and then when he got inside the, inside the three-point line, he was a disaster. He and was a disaster attacking the rim tonight. And that's fine if we're talking about what a poor game Chris Paul had and how Gary Harris right. locked up Chris Paul. Yeah. But, but it was not, not the case. Chris yeah. Paul was the best player on the court tonight. Right. Jokic had a great game, but Chris Paul was great when it mattered. Uh, kind of cool most. side note, this Chris Paul renaissance. I In my back of my mind, he was kind of done. Yeah, um, we kind of all co- counted him well, out. Well, yeah. this is Chris Paul saying, you guys counted me out. For sure. Look what I'm going to do. I'm going to carry this Oklahoma City team to like the five seed. He's like, oh, they're going to trade me? No, yeah. they're not. I'm yeah. going to close out the All-Star game and then go on a little run here. Just a reminder, guys, that you can send us in your mailbag questions here in a minute. We're going to talk about Michael Porter Jr. We're going to talk about the Thunder as a playoff matchup. And we're going to bounce to some questions. So if you have questions, send them our way. They don't have to be about basketball. This is a loser's lounge. No, that's so all point of the loser's lounge. Is we don't have to. All, we're going to talk about this game for another like 10, 15 Just minutes. This is such a bummer. Like periscope up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, good. Okay. So we got that going. Um, let's talk about Michael Porter Jr. Because of course oh. that's an elephant in the room. Um, three minutes in the first, and look, he was not good tonight. <laughs> I mean, there, no. but here's the thing: we're back to the, how many times did this happen? Where it was MPJ plays a bad th- th- first three minutes. Stuck, stick with him, and he ends up playing good, getting his feet under him. And the and the bigger point to me is, we talked about like 
let's look at the Denver Nuggets and what can they accomplish? What's their upside this year without MPJ? And what is it with it? And clearly their best route to being a successful, not knocked out of a first-round playoff series team is to have Michael Porter Jr. playing. And it's and even you have to say it's at least a little concerning tonight that the hook with him was so quick. It is, but, you know, he's coming back from an ankle injury. I, I, I need to see this happen more than one game before I, like, acknowledge it. If it didn't it as happen a, a, more than one game all year long, I would agree with you. But he would, like, it... it didn't look that way before he when hurt his there was ankle. nobody else to go in. I mean, they were so shorthanded. Was I don't I need to I need to look back before I lock into this uh, emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's concerning. And look, we warned about this a little bit while yeah. Michael Porter was hurt. We thought that like maybe there would be a scenario where he comes back after the All Star break and he's got a shorter leash than he had when he was really in rhythm. You know, over that like ten game stretch when Denver was down three starters we thought this could be a possibility now i'm not going to sit here and say okay like he's going to be playing eight to ten minutes a game you know for the next couple uh, maybe he does get get that rotation spot back gets a longer leash over the next couple games i'm not ready to say like this game is what's going to happen going forward but i felt like this is a scenario we envisioned happening a little bit 100 percent and I start to worry about his confidence when projecting myself onto him, to be yeah, clear. That's, that's not based fair. off that's talking to him fair. or any. These guys are different than us. But just wondering, right, that slow start, you're asking a lot of him in terms of the being humble, right, accepting his what's happened to him in terms of sliding in the draft. He's patient, he's patient, he's patient. He works his tail off. He gets up to 20 minutes a game in the rotation, and now you're yanking it back. And I, mean, I saw a guy who did not have a lot of confidence same. tonight. That's the guy who I, missed a 100%, shot and looked at uh-huh. the bench was looking over there a lot. Yeah. A lot. And look, guys, everybody knows Wancho's my guy. I believe he's a good player. I believe he's a good shooter. Tonight he's in Minnesota. He goes four for five from the three-point line. Me. He's had a couple games like this. Minnesota yeah. lost that game, by the way. To the Boston Celtics, and they were missing Carl Anthony By Taylor. ten points. Te- great. Denver just lost fully healthy to the Thunder. Like Twelve-point <laughs> loss. And, and this is my point, too, is – you know, there is a it's clear that Michael Porter Jr. causes a certain level of, of frustration. Um, oh, son of a bitch. I just looked at the box score. Tell me not to. And I, I, did. Warned you, I warned you. I warned you not to. Don't do it. Not, if you're both Beasley and Wancho are, are having very good. It's like good looking at your ex's Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go to your Twitter, <laughs> oh, go to your Twitter settings. Oh, she's out oh, on that's a great day. Oh, she's on vacation. There's like a delicious dinner. Go to your Twitter settings and block Beasley. You see Aaron that Aaron sparkle Gomez, in her eyes. Wancho, she's just truly happy and content. Go ahead and watch Vanderbilt too while we're at it. He's never looked like that. Never looked like that. smile. You go to the opera? She told me she hated the opera. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That happened to me like eight months ago. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh. This is really we're really be- digging from a deep. Why didn't somebody? Yeah. We've why all did been any hurt. one of you warn me not to look at the box score? <laughs> we all warned you not to look at the Timberwolves box score. No, but I, but I do think this is something with MPJ. Like, look, the guy has a lot of lessons to learn. Malone's frustrations and everything makes sense, but look, there's few things more important to this Denver Nuggets team right now than turning Michael Porter Jr. into his best self. It's no like doubt. No it doubt. might be priority one given everything else that's out there. And tonight, I felt like it was just such a terrible step in the wrong direction. And look, Juancho Hernan Gomez was a god awful Denver nugget this year a god terrible one. absolutely terrible he looked like a, a abused puppy from the shelter that was like afraid of everyone and now here he is at a loving home tails wagging we're doing another metaphor trying here. to make people cry at home bro? Trying, yeah. Come on. sarah mclaughlin was playing say, over, over the loudspeaker 
Stop it, Adam. Stop it. We're in all a delicate state. Listen, it, uh, it's all right. Listen, this is one game back. It is. It's just one game back. We like to, I mean, listen, we're in the loser's lounge, so there's a lot of despair going around. The malaise uh, needs to be lifted. I think this is largely it, but again, we're talking about the game that just happened. No, I know. You're right. I know. Let's all couch it I know, with. I know. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We're projecting out things that happened tonight that are going to be happening over and over. I, I don't see it. I, I, I see Michael Porter Jr. returning to form in that. Uh, Malone starts to trust his body, his ankle. Yeah, and you know he starts. Well, to, he starts to hit shots. I think we're all on the same page, though. Like we're not saying none of this is going to happen because they lost to OKC. But as far as early signs out of the gate, little disappointment. Bad early returns. Yeah, sure, yeah. without question. With, Exit polls are not are so, not great coming so, out of signs, meaning. What's to come and what happened tonight? I don't think of this. Well, it was just we had an expectation of how we thought things would go out of the break. I kind of thought this was how things would go. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, just giddy, giddy you are. No, it's more important for Adam to be right. Yeah. An expectation of how right. things no, should have gone. Not. Yeah. Um, he also, when he was in this game, both both halves kind of floated like there yeah. there wasn't a lot of we talked at one point that he was in there for like the full three minutes and didn't touch the ball or it's kind of like yeah he wasn't good tonight but it, but it both wasn't good but also you know they they run those couple of plays for him and that seems to be the only time he's really involved in any of the action that's, that's oh i think he had point. one touch in his first uh three minute stint yeah. and it was that shot off the side of the backboard and, all, <laughs> oh, and all the touch. all the fast break stuff went the other direction yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Like he's a he's a really good open court chaos player yeah. there wasn't a ton of that in yeah. he had that one really dope rebound yeah he's yeah. you know what we can talk about though to, to lift the spirits you want to lift some spirits really dope rebound it was End like an point. uncontested oh, yeah, yeah, rebound really no no no, no, no the, one, the one where he, he the one he, the he offensive like rebound yeah, yeah the, where he pulled it out of traffic over i think the off the offensive rebound was oh then he lost it out of bounds you're right i'm moving past the michael porter jr stuff okay i want to rise above the fray here i want to talk about the beautiful serbian god that we've all been gifted nicole Jokic is so dope what a great like he was so good tonight i i'd probably say this was like a a minus game from him it was an a plus game until the fourth quarter yeah it was in yeah. the fourth quarter the whole team and again I, it wasn't like he was missing shots or making bad reads no, no. he just wasn't touching the ball I don't, right. none of them looked like they felt like they were going to win that game and the you know mm, what i mean yeah, in the to- final three minutes and chris paul Absolutely. chris paul looked like, like he very was very much, very much like winning this game yeah. Yeah. that brings me to an interesting question though you know denver matching up with okc is a maybe the second most likely matchup in my opinion how do you guys feel about that one you know i'd have some concern i'd still pick denver to win the series in probably six or seven yeah um but chris paul would definitely be a problem and i'm not concerned i'm not really too uh confident denver to have a lot of answers for him did you feel like this was a game more about what okc did or what denver didn't do oh a little bit of both to me, like to me, the, to me, this is the, the story of this game was how clunky Denver was. Chris Paul looked good. Like nobody else really stood out to me that much on the Thunder. Stephen Adams had yeah. a good game. SGA had a decent game, but like Gallo didn't look that great. I mean, it was really just about the Nuggets trying to find their way. And I mean, I would pick Denver absolutely to win that that series, but I do think it would be a six or seven game mm-hmm. series. It's to I look at that series, I think the, a lot of people may view the Dallas series. Like that's the one that I think could go five or six, like really annoying, really like like that Spurs series where we're not sure by game mm. six, you know? Probably, but a little yeah. tense. 
it is concerning this night Jokic was so good and, and the teams to lose by double digits. Although I will say, in a playoff series, Jokic tonight, I think, not getting the ball. I'll have to go back and watch, but it just wasn't effective down the stretch. I think in a playoff series, he demands it a little bit more. Yeah. He could, maybe he could have tonight demanded the ball a little bit more. I, I think almost, he was frustrated. I, I, he was frustrated, especially late in the fourth. I will say, though, that this game kind of followed somewhat of a similar script to what we've seen, though. Jokic dominating. Nuggets shoot six of twenty-seven from three. <laughs> how many times have Wait, we seen that this they, year? Where did they go? Six of twenty-seven. Six twenty-seven. So, uh, and how many times did we see that in the playoffs last oh year? Oh God, too? you're right. That's a great. This story. is a very similar script. Oh, you're right. Teams might be the smart option. Really, might be. <laughs> and it's like, well, you got Gary Harris back, but you've apparently lost Gary Harris. Or I'm sorry, Will Barton shot back, but Gary Harris can't shoot yeah. now. <laughs> so, yeah, Paul Millsap. But, but, yeah, he was a little rough. Millsap is the ultimate example of like, okay, he's back, but is he fully back? Let's, let's give, give him three, him time, four games. Yeah, I think he'll be a bit Although, better. Although it is worth noting this falls into a pattern of like matchup stuff, right? Like stretch fours, you might prefer Grant starting, you know, mm, um, that's in an the interesting playoff. One. It's kind of like the Gallo thing. I know he didn't torch the Nuggets, but the matchup was tough for Paul. We've seen him struggle with Brandon Ingram. So give him time because he was hurt. But You guys want to compare our our, our – Currents to our exes again. One, just yeah. one last time. All the time. Let's do it. Who had more three pointers tonight? The Denver Nuggets. Uh, I thought you were or Malik about Beasley girlfriend. and Wancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, Beasley the answer is Malik Beasley and Wancho Hernan Gomez had more threes. I wish than you the would, entire Denver. I Nuggets. wish you would bring up something where the answer was something that would make us feel good. Well, here's something. Let's go to the mailbag. Let's <laughs> let's get out of our feelings. Let's get out of our let's feelings. I don't, know, I don't right. know if this mailbag is going to get us out night. of our oh, feelings. Most of the questions are. Most of the questions are. we're going to hit the member questions first. On give us something. You guys know if you uh, submit a question on thednvr.com, you get read first. We're so legally required. Should we start <laughs> with a bull bull question? <laughs> Why not? Yes, let's go to yes. bull bull. Bull bull time, baby. It's bull bull's world. Uh, this is from Sweet Baby Ray. Bull nice. This is addressed only to Adam. Is that a bat barbecue <laughs> sauce reference? Sweet Baby Ray's reference? Yes. That's the best sauce. Well, his name is also Ray. Well, (laughs) all the same. That helps, too. All right. Thank you. And he is a baby. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Adam. It's Ray from the home of Old Bay. A question that I'm not. Do Bay, you know what that Old Bay, means? Old Bay is a, a spice. A seasoning, right? The, seasoning. the Old Bay seasoning. seasoning. It's not Cajun. It's for, it's in Maryland. That's a Maryland based. So he's Old from Bay. Maryland. Is he from Maryland? Yes, that Ray is from a very Maryland. Cryptic way. Ray from Maryland. Old Bay. I, how I much see, you know? I see you. I'm a hundred years Can old. Can I tell you guys something? <laughs> Let's actually before we get to this question because it brought something up. Crawfish boil, top ten food. What the you know, hell are you, know, you talking this about? This is the worst take of all time. A good crawfish boil is is up there. That's a great take. There. Thank you, producer Kale. I feel like it's a great take, but an especially great take in a salmon shirt. <laughs> Sa- maybe you throw some salmon in with the crawfish. This is a very this is a very uh, Maryland Maryland like breakers. Uh, you know what you need? The only thing you need is let's, yeah. have, let's have a DNVR crawfish boil this only, summer. If we'll you, go to the park. This is a very we'll Hamptons up, vibe right now. All, all, all he needs is uh, everybody hop in the shorts chat, with little lobsters on, down on the crawfish boil. Let's go to that wash park. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with thumbs down myself. Thumbs up. Go thumbs up. Crawfish boil is a great time. They're usually, they're, this is not. This is regionally yeah, inappropriate. No, this not, is, we're not in a crawfish zone. This is not a crawfish part of the country. There used to be crawfish in. That, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and a great time. And a great you, time. You're too Denver right now. This is too <laughs> Denver. Way, a little too Denver, bro. <laughs> I, you're, I, I'm eating crawfish. I don't. Fl- I enjoy. Don't enjoy the flavor. I, I'll eat the corn. Have yeah, you I'll ever had? I know. I know. You've never had crawfish. That's not true. I used to go. 
with my brother. We would fish for crawfish using hot dogs and nylons. <laughs> you drag them through the. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not surprised they weren't good. Were you <laughs> fishing <laughs> the South Platte? <laughs> where, do you, where do you think these other crawfish are coming? They're, they're, they're I don't know if we like, should. Anyway, we would, that experience. we would cook our own crawfish. It was, no. it was horrible. How old are you at this age? Uh, 10. I have a crawfish. Does he say it's the same time frame, about 10 years old? Because there would be crawfish in the in the like ditch. Yeah. You know, out there. Yeah, yeah, ditch crawfish. And I probably caught 100 of them. Yes. And put them in a little swimming pool. Yes. And then forgot about them. Uh, <laughs> they just sat there and died. We just lost the whole Peter terrible. crowd. It was really bad. <laughs> I was 10, so. Unbelievable. Felt really bad about it. All right, let's talk about Bull Bull. Um, <laughs> it's the, this is the loser's lounge. It's the loser's lounge. We're talking about all with you. You want to get back into your feelings for, about I forgot where I was for a second. Unbelievable. Uh, Ray about? writes in, he alluded to earlier that one of Bull Bull's challenges is going to be putting on weight, which happens as much in the kitchen as it does in the weight room. He needs to get some. So oh, are we going to a crawfish boil question? Well, here? this could be very on topic. <laughs> let's go. Do you have any idea what Bull Bull's diet is like? No. <laughs> what would you like it to be? <laughs> I, I don't have any idea about anything about Bull Bull. Can and you I don't think anyone asking, does. What's your, what's your diet like? I guess yeah, that is a fair question. Like, how much are you eating? Yeah. Like, I how many calories are you eating? What should his diet be? Like, I've a lot of illegal Pete's burrito bowls. Oh. Oh. I think it's about more protein shakes. I would think. <laughs> yeah. What he's after. Well, the Nuggets do like drink a lot of shakes. They're always <laughs> carrying around shakes. Oh, what an games. insight here! Big Taking shake behind guys. the They're scenes. They're big shakes. Wind horse. <laughs> they are. I've man. seen Bull Bull with my own two eyes, and I'm. I still think he might be a big myth. take. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his diet is. That, that could be a good question, though. Like, if there's some. Here's the thing: people have to understand about Bull Bull. He doesn't have to talk to the media right now, and the media doesn't, or and the team doesn't have to talk about him, and they are going to take yep. that privilege. They, they, they <laughs> They're leaning into that. They're leaning yep. into it. They give you almost nothing about Bull Bull mm -hmm. when you pry about him. Or nothing on record, I should say. Occasionally yeah. they give you something that's like, oh, don't report he it. He dropped his AirPods in front of me in the hallway the other day, and I stopped him, and I said, I should pick those up for you. It's a long way for you to go down. Wow. How do you love that you one? You did? He didn't laugh at all. Wow. And it was really well, tough for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> good that's try, good, that, was then, good, that was a good line. That is a good line. But now really I'm just there actually bending down, picking up his headphones Oh, you, you actually picked them up. Yeah, it was terrible. Wow. Anyway, so Bull Bull beat. I got it covered. <laughs> you got your, your Very eventful beat this it year. It is a good question, but the truth is I don't know the answer to that. Yeah, we don't know. Um, Maybe something that, it's an interesting question. Maybe something to pull on, but I just I don't know how much the team yeah. will give you. Yeah. Uh, Burley Joe writes in, live from the winner's lounge, what a great win against OKC. At least that's what I hope you guys will be saying tonight. Wow, that's uh, a nuggets beat well. the thunder. Burley Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, against smaller teams, could you <laughs> see Mike Mullen shortening the minutes of Jokic, Millsap, Plumley, Grant? So that only one of them is playing the five at a time. So against smaller teams, could we see them playing three bigs? No, I mean I hope so at some point. I they do, probably should, but they um, need to, but that's, yeah, that's one of the questions with this team. Bread, yeah. bread, bull, bull. That's what he what should eat. Uh, bread, yeah, bread, bread, bread. Like a C minus. <laughs> wasn't good at all actually. C minus is very yeah. generous. So it, it's funny because. <laughs> I'm here for you, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, 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 Eric's the I only one Brendan. who gets Brendan's me, my, Brendan's my man. Yeah. Also, I'm I had one handful of, of banana bread and then three uh, <laughs> Mile High City beers, so <laughs> your humor's hitting harder than yeah. it should, probably. Fair enough. Should, I, should we even talk about this question? I mean, we tried <laughs> to answer it as, as yeah. best we could. I mean, the, the thing I'll say is, like, they had success with the bench unit a little bit. Yes, they were undermanned, but going with uh, three bigs. Yeah, just pre All Star break. Yeah, they had a little success, um, but 
they've struggled playing four bigs all year. The bench has struggled all year with that uh, alignment. Here's here's a way to phrase it. Who would get cut from the rotation first? Torrey Craig, Gary Harris, Mason Plumley, or Jeremy Grant? I think Grant's the last one. Grant's the last one. You think Grant is the last one that would be cut? Yes. Yeah. They invested in him. I mean, some of this really comes down to that. Like they paid a first for him. They're not gonna they're not gonna not play him. I would have to think it's Plumley next or Plumley first. Just because the backcourt depth is not ideal right now behind Gary Harris. Mm. Like that probably means you're playing Jordan McCray. But know, do you I mean how big s- minutes situational can you get with it? Like is it would it be the case like maybe you play Plumley against the Lakers because of their oh, size? Right. Yeah. You could get situational. Yeah. You know what's it, yeah. funny is you de- always you definitely would do that, right? When you go against the big teams, they'd be like, Okay, we're gonna play big, but it's not definitely the other way around, as in like right. there's no one for Tory Craig to guard, so why are we playing him? They just it just doesn't work that way. I right. think it probably could, but it doesn't. Yeah. What else we got? Uh, King and Duck. We kind of hit on this earlier. It's pretty clear the Plumley-Grant combo doesn't work. After yeah. this loss, where the chance Malone changes up his rotations, I don't think it's going no, to be, be based one on one it loss. It's going to have to be a couple. Um, is there any hope the combo works out itself by the playoffs? I mean, there's always a chance, I guess. I don't think it's, yeah, it hasn't worked out all year. Yeah, it hasn't worked all year. I will say this. I do think it can work out without Tori. I, uh, to me, it's a trio. It's a, it's a three-person. Right. Th- yeah, those so. numbers I just referenced before. Uh, Rizzle writes in, can we call the Jokic move the dream catcher? Oh, yes. Yeah, that's 100% who's, yes. Who's is this? Who gets credit for this? Rizzle. Not sure. Rizzle. The, I Rizzle. think on Twitter as Rob and a bunch of numbers. They're always, always in the in the mentions. Okay. Shout out, Rob. Yes. Shout out, Rob. Hard Rizzle. Yes. Rob Rizzle. Strong Unbelievable. Yes. That's a great one. The dream catcher. It's like the dream shake, guys, but instead of shake, it's catcher. Because of the horse. That's what it's exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great stuff. You're hitting so hard wow. tonight. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I'm into this. What else we got from Periscope? So, yeah, I'll hit up uh, Periscope right now. Evan Woodruff has this question. He says, lineups is not the reason we lost this game. Okay. And to his point, you know, if the Nuggets just hit a couple more threes that were open, this game is a little different. But then again, it's part of it. you know, it's lineups are a reason that I yeah. feel like they've been missing a lot of threes. Sure, of course. Okay. Line- lineups are players. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean part of the story is that I just don't have a lot of confidence in the guys that miss shots tonight to not miss shots all the time. So it's really fun. I mean, it's <laughs> so funny how NBA basketball works, though. Like you see a game like this, and you're like, man, Gary is not a player, and Jeremy Grant is useless. And then the next game, you're like, this is the greatest team ever. <laughs> These long boys are gonna give deliver us to the promised land. It's just uh, it's no just long funny, boys man. lineup though. And there was no long boys. And by boys the way, lineup. was it your guys' part of, uh, earlier in the week I was listening to nice, and you were thank saying you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were saying <laughs> who is the long boys? Yeah. yeah. I let me can I say something? No. I think I actually think it's Jokic and the long boys is what ma- that lineup I would buy that album. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic and, long and long boys. boys because Jokic is not a long boy even though he's really long. He's probably the longest actually on the team. <laughs> but he's not a long boy. The thing is, the long boys around Jokic are what is effective. I don't yes. think a group of yes. all long boys 100%, is good. 100%, yeah. I love this breakdown, who is and who is not a long boy. What yeah. a the highbrow long boy <laughs> Wait, yeah. content. So who's the most long boy? It was Jeremy Grant. He's the most no, long the boy. Long, uh, PJ MPJ. Dozier was in there. Yeah, but MPJ Dozier's the long boy. No, he's he's a, he's the starting he's the point starting guard, guard of the long boy. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you're we're saying going yes. through it. we're not saying he's oh, not oh, a long. Oh, you're saying you're saying the who, one. Oh. Yeah, but who is the longest of the long boys? Oh, it's Jeremy Grant. You think it's Jeremy Grant? I, I know it's it is lo- Jeremy Grant. He's the long. Oh, actually, it's Bull Bull. 
He's the longest. Yeah, it's it's MPJ at the three, Grant at the four. Yeah, the for sure. the optimized long boys lineup could be with Bull Bull though. You know, eventually, like optimized full version. I, I honestly think that Denver needs to get to the point where it's just Jokic and Long Boys. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm so for it. I'm Put it on a I'm, shirt. I'm with it, dude. I'm with it. Jokic and the Long so Boys. So we, we got a lot of questions about Gary Harris in the <laughs> chat, obviously. Put a shirt. Um, <laughs> totally. Can you guys pay attention? No. Grow up. So we got a lot of questions on Gary Harris in the chat. My question to you guys is, are the Nuggets going to regret holding on to Gary Harris through the trade deadline? Or well, where do they go from here? What this Didn't question they, presupposes is that somebody wanted Gary yeah. Harris at the trade deadline. Yep. Yeah. Or they saying. they didn't try like difficult like a lot to try De- and move him. Denver tried to move him when he was breaking out in 2016, mm-hmm. 17. They tried to trade him the next year. Denver tried to trade him at the top. My guess is they tried to trade him at the bottom as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just don't know that there's a lot of value. I don't think a lot of people are calling for Gary Harris right now. Not right now. Right? There's conceivably a team that could talk itself into, hey, look at what he was two years ago. We could buy low, but no. Yeah, I like mean, the Timberwolves. It'd be like a scenario where Denver's like taking on bad salary right. at that point. Because it's not that team-friendly of a deal. You know what I mean? It was when they signed it, yeah. but yeah. not anymore. What else we got? Uh, is it pretty much a lock at this point that Denver is going after Bradley Beal in the summer? No, I don't think it's a lock. Not a a- lock. A- again, part of this comes down to what does Denver have to offer right now? I mean, they've got Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and Jokic. If those guys are off limits, the rest of the players are either good but old, a la Will Barton, or young and unproven. I mean, like, P.J. Dozier, as much as we love him, is not going to move the needle in a Bradley Beal deal. Yeah, I mean, and I think, like... It, those discussions, while of course we all have an eye on them, are definitely getting ahead of ourselves. If they make it to the conference finals, to your point, like they're not going to trade any of those guys. They're oh, just I not don't going know. to. I don't know. You think so? Are you talking about like you, if Gary you think Harris? this year they made a conference finals run, they would move off Jamal? Oh no no no! Of right, those right. Three. So for a Bradley oh, those, Beal I thought you were talking about the other guys. Washington yeah. is hanging up if you're not including. Jamal. Yeah, yeah, I don't up. see it. I yeah. don't see it. Denver's Denver's short. It's funny they were so asset rich, and now you look at a deal that doesn't Ooh. involve those three players, and you're just like. What does this get you, like Jay Crowder? <laughs> quick, uh, quick callback to the long boy. Someone, Earl commented, uh, "Dream long boy lineup: Ben Simmons, Will Barton, MPJ, Bull." Dude, Bull, I've Jokic. been, I've been speaking this into existence, man. <laughs> Music to his I've ears. I've been trying to do this. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I am a little worried about the Ben Simmons thing, though, only in one regard. He does seem to like to play a certain style. I don't know, but it he also matter. would he's not really, be happy in Denver, Colorado. I can guarantee you that. Really. He's no. he's he's got some LA in him. Man. He's dating Kylie Jenner. Yeah, bro. <laughs> a lot of LA in him. Monte Morris was uh, with Amber Rose for like a week and a half. What a baller move! And then he dumped her before the season started. I don't know if that part's true. Amber that that part's definitely Amber not true. Been the same. Kylie Jenner is like up here though. Amber Rose is like down here. Yeah, I guess that's true. I can't tell you what what she looks like. Kylie Jenner. Either of them actually. And you know Amber what? Rose has the no hair, right? She's like she's got the head. no hair. That's no. right. No. <laughs> but Kylie Jenner, nope. <laughs> she's not the rich one, right? Or she is the rich she is, one? Yeah. They're all rich. Well, but the richest. <laughs> They're of the all rich the rich ones. Yeah, she's the one no, who's she, the self-made. Oh, so she is the rich. No, 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 no. no she's no, the model. No, no, she's no, the model. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. many of them? Who are, are we there? talking about? Oh yeah, I meant Kendall. He's dating Kendall Jenner, not Kylie. So he is dating the rich one. No, he's not. Kylie Jenner. He's not dating. Oh, they broke up. Kendall Jenner, the model. We spent way more time dating. on the. Or Jenner he was dating. They broke up. Yeah, comments are we telling were. us they broke up. Oh, so maybe he can come to Denver yeah, now. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's back on the team. <laughs> that was the deal breaker. All right, I'm glad we got around All to right, that eventually. <laughs> uh, why does Denver resist splitting Joker and Jamal minutes? What contenders play full bench units? 
<laughs> yeah, that hockey that hockey <laughs> yeah. lineup yeah. change. Dude, we got apparently we got eighty five percent of the Jenner bit wrong. Oh. Yeah, that was a rough <laughs> bit. That was you a know rough what? Bit. That's a point of pride. That is a point that of is, pride. I, I've never been happier <laughs> yeah. about anything. Uh <laughs> No, that's a that's actually a really a real. That, we like can, the names wrong, they're not together. Every that's part, a year ago. Every part. <laughs> we just we're just a bunch of old guys that are like totally blowing the fact right now. It's so great. I love the idea that Nuggets fans are watching us angry because we're getting the Kardashian names wrong. <laughs> so fantastic. Oh, shout out Losers Lounge. <laughs> no, but this is a good way of. Ta- we we've, we've talked around the same topic a lot, but here's another one. Would Denver ever change the hockey rotation? Do you think? In a way that's not just like okay, instead we'll give you Sorry, one starter. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like would Denver full swap. ever just no, no, no? It would Denver ever go to a rotation that just never involves all, like more than three bench players at a time, which is what oh. most teams do. A lot of teams kind of like it, it is what most teams do. I mean, most teams. I, I I think you know you take your two best players. You can't have one of those guys on the floor the whole time, but you try to stagger it so one of those guys is on the floor most of the time. I, I think this is like. At the heart of Malone's basketball philosophy when it comes to the playoffs is that you shorten your rotation. You get to an eight-man, nine-man rotation, which means that inherently will happen, right? Like somebody... Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that happens in the playoffs. Right, but so... You got to think like moving down the line when they start to get into that playoff mode that yes, that will happen. They'll start to, you know, call the lineup just a little bit and find out who that eight man rotation actually is. Mm -hmm. But but in the regular season, you could play 10 guys, but not hockey sub them. Sure. You know, you you could mix a match with 10. I can't believe. So we saw what was the the look we saw tonight? There was some Murray with the bench, right? A little bit. There was a little Murray. Yeah, a couple minutes. But but there was also a lot of five bench, too. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else is out there. More, um, more Kylie Jenner questions. Yeah, yeah, give us more Apparently, Kardashians. Yeah, the guy who's correcting us on the Jenner stuff says, no, 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 you guys got it all wrong, and I'm 39. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did get it wrong. We, are, we, we got, got no actually, shelter here. What is it? Does, is it somebody tell us? It's Kendall Jenner. Kendall is Jenner. she's the rich one? But, yeah. No, she's not. One. Well, there's one she's not. more rich than everybody. Yes, Kylie is the rich one. <laughs> Kylie is the rich one, but she's not dating Ben No, 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 no. Correct. It's the Kardashian. The youngest Kardashian is the super rich one. But some of them go by Jenner. Yeah, but those are the ones that are the... <laughs> Kylie's a billionaire. Kendall's not. He was dating Kendall. But now okay. they're broken up. Okay. So this was a moot point from the beginning. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the Bachelor? We are. Yes. Let's talk about the Bachelor. I don't want to talk uh, about the Bachelor. No Bachelor talk on. We the are dogs. not keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> we are not keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, give us some non-basketball questions. Yeah, please. give us some non-basketball. What else we got coming in? Um, man, Michael Malone having a rough night in the chat. <laughs> Group chat. The chat's not Michael Malone. Huh? Michael yeah, no, Malone. On t- Twitter was beating this him up. This is also. from. Uh, yeah, I hope he doesn't go on the internet. <laughs> is Mike rough. Malone an uninspired coach? Does he lack creativity, or is he just old-fashioned? All right, hang on. Yeah, we got to pump the brakes. We're going too far. Back off. Where the pendulum's going a little. Mike Malone has built a successful culture out of a trash heap of an organization, <laughs> and like, sorry, at that time it was. Say sorry to me for no, it. I don't know if it personally yeah. offends. Say you. sorry to he me. He inherited a dumpster fire, <laughs> and and every single year the, the culture improves. The <laughs> every single year the culture improves, the record impl- improves. So there is something to his stubbornness, but if it's that's all, that's what it is. Is that his flaw? His like character flaw is such a noticeable thing like it's yeah he's stubborn as he's stubborn in every facet of life but i think a lot of that too is like rooted in a belief in players like if you show up to practice and yeah. you play hard and you play hard in a game and that equates to wins you have earned goodwill and you've earned a long leash yeah like that, another way to say stubborn is he's principled 
Like he has very principled. principles that he sticks by because they are proven over time. He was grown. He grew up with a, a coach as his father. Like mm-hmm. he's seen what works over time, and it's about uh, you know consistency and, and sort of. But it, it's frustrating because we have these like really tantalizing pieces of the Nuggets that he doesn't use in the way that it seems so obvious. Um, and it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, we talked earlier. I compared off off camera. I compared uh, Tory Craig to Salt. And uh, Malone to being a chef, and it's like you can't take the salt away from the chef because no. like then everything's gonna be terrible. Yeah. But Malone just salts the hell out of everything, and you're like, well, so Bam. you either have to choose between way too much salt or no salt. Well, wait, let's go around the room. Way too much salt or no salt on on a meal? Hmm. Definitely no salt. You go uh, no too, salt. Mu- too much salt on chicken. Definitely no salt. You'd go no salt on chicken. Yes. This is more too much salt. You can ruin it by having too much salt. You can't ruin it by having no salt. Are you, have you had unsalted chicken? It's, it's the worst thing. It's the worst <laughs> thing in the world. Have you had chicken with too much salt? I lost you with that crawfish thing, but we're back on the we're chicken. <laughs> you can at least put other stuff on the chicken if it has no salt. There's no coming back from a too salted chicken. I There's would, no coming back. But you I can like, no salt, no cheese for six months in LA. Yeah. No salt, no cheese? Yeah. How did, and then you left. You couldn't wait. You couldn't I, wait to get out of there. Entered clinical it ruined depression. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, lost, I lost like twenty five pounds. Does salt cool. make you gain weight? This is a terrible. Like, is that home, a serious yeah, question? Home one hundred and one. Does salt make salt you makes you weight? retain water? Yeah, water salt is bad for you. Hold on. <laughs> salt can be bad for you in other ways than making you gain weight, though. Like, yeah, no, it, it, it causes hypertension. It, it, it raises blood pressure. Okay, uh, a lot like Tory Craig, both of those <laughs> things. Uh, but you know, salt uh, salt makes the world go round. If people don't salt things, they get called racist because you don't uh, you have unseasoned food. Is that what you want? <laughs> this, is, this is a lot of in, this is a lot of intel. I, I feel so confident about this no salt take. I've never felt more confident. I think we about need to give take. a no salt challenge to Harrison. Well, hold on. I mean, no but, salt for one week. But I'm saying like no I'm not salt? saying like way too much salt. I'm saying like just over. Okay, now we're moving the goalposts. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like the goalposts were appropriately set. I'm just saying like not <laughs> like not like, not like, like the whole can. Yeah, it's a little too salty. It's like a little too salty. It's like too salty. Okay, well that's a lot different than like I can't eat this because all I taste is salt. Yeah, so you have to that? drink salt Who water. You that? can only drink no. I'd rather have regular water. All right, let's move on to another. Is there is there any like compelling questions? Oh, hang um, on. I got one in the, on the Twitter. Oh, Who's the next, Who's the next Chris Finch? I got one on the. Oh, the next Chris. What does that mean? The next coach that we get rid of? No. Who is the next like great offensive coordinator? Oh, oh I like. I that. think the Nuggets have a really good offensive coordinator in David Adelman. You do. Yeah, really good up and coming coach. I have no idea. But around takes, the league, takes on yeah. assistant coaches is like almost impossible. All uninformed, yeah. yeah. Um, Give credit to the assistant guy. I have no idea. <laughs> Ask yeah. Eric about Cadillac sauce. Cadillac sauce. Uh, Cadillac sauces. sauce feels I like that's. Sauces. Should we just rank sauces? I'm down. Yeah, dude. Let's get lost. I'm in the guessing sauce. Adam's Cadillac, number one sauce is ranch. Let's get lost in that <laughs> sauce. Ranch is a universal sauce. CT. Ranch is good. Ranch is you just, just seem like sauce. a ranch guy. It's a universal sauce. It could be eaten with almost everything. Oh man, I don't even know if you can call ranch a sauce. It's a dressing, which I agree is a sauce, but it's not. But made. it's versatile. You can put ranch on a lot of different things. That moves it home. into the sauce category. I think the number one sauce is a condiment. It's ketchup. It's a Friday you want to talk about versatility? I think ranch might be more versatile than ketchup. That is How about uh, that. that? Is a Bold face line. Can't Although have you ketchup on put, a salad. You can't put ketchup on a salad unless it's um, French dressing, which is basically French dressing is fire. 
Really? Yeah. That's an interesting take. When I was seven years old. <laughs> my favorite dressing. I'm not advocating for French dressing. Ranch I'm just better saying. than ketchup. That's Chipotle's, a, that's a, that's a, I'm sorry, not Chipotle, uh, uh, Chick-fil-A's sauce. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Chick-fil-A Chick sauce. Chick-fil-A sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Chick-fil-A yeah. sauce. Yeah. Can confirm. That's a great one. Yeah. C.T. Fazio had a bunch of questions about going small, plant the fo- same stuff we've been talking about, so we don't have to go over it again, but I just wanted to shout him out. C.T. Fazio. My man, <laughs> C.T. Mm-hmm. He sent a question. Don't want to read it, but it was... No, no, no. <laughs> we've answered it four times okay. on this podcast. Jake Vandenberg, thoughts on Millsap getting cooked on D tonight? That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was weird. We talked about him. Yeah. I, I give him... He's the one I give the biggest pass for, but... Yeah. But there's something there, to... Here's something, here's something to be said. We've all talked about Millsap coming back next year on like a maybe a veteran minimum or something, but... He didn't play a lot of games this year, and I do wonder if like his like what's the most games you feel Paul Millsap can play in a season right now? I would if he came back with the Nuggets, wouldn't you just pencil him in for sixty games or less? Yes, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that's seventy five games we're getting from Millsap. Oh yes. yeah, between the little injuries he'll probably have and just the rest. Yeah, yeah, he's I mean he's rest. officially entered the load management portion of his career I'd all all pu- year long. I would push back a little bit by saying two of these Millsap injuries were complete freak accidents. Um, like he, what the toe and the and well, the those right? two, but this year it was more. But, yeah, it was yeah, less about an injury, I, more just about that knee one was such a freak accident, though. Do remember one? the knee to knee on the last possession of that? Uh, was it Lakers? The Charlotte game, I think, oh. at home when he like knocked knees with somebody this, on the last possession year, of the yeah. game, and it was like a ten point game. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then the other one in Charlotte when he Charlotte when he broke his toe landing hard like there, there's you're right but yeah. there also may be something to like Millsap's been healthy his an entire career and some of these injuries were just but they, doesn't that say something like you get if, to the point if where they the, were, the body if it was is signs fallible. that his body was breaking down yes but like he reached his hand in and like jumped jammed up his thumb and he broke his toe it's the same but way I feel point, about like, LeBron though man like even if these guys are at their best. Th- we can pretend that these guys are immortal, but they're not. They all hit a wall. And the body is fallible. And maybe course. it's not Mills. Maybe Millsap hasn't yet, but he's thirty-five. Guy, I'm thirty-six. Tony, man, washed. Everything's creaky. This man's fucking washed. Washed. Apparently, the Spurs just beat the Jazz in Salt Lake City. Oh, you hate to see it. So that's good news for the Nuggets. <laughs> the Nuggets um, and Jazz falling the rankings this after is, the All Star break is like the yeah. two LA teams in Houston goes up, and it's like, well, all right. This this could be an interesting question. Who that's not in the rotation right now is most likely to break into the rotation for the playoffs? Ooh, that's a good one. For the I think playoffs. I have my answer. I think it's Jordan McRae. I think it's Jordan McRae too. You don't think it's the PJ? The composure. He'd be, oh, actually, he'd be my ooh. second one, but I just don't. I, I'm just envisioning Denver having a night like this and shooting four twenty six from here, three. Here's a real. Here's a question. <laughs> Malone the, didn't play Beasley last year in games six and seven. Though. Like, <laughs> but they could have really used yeah. shooting in both of those games. Kata Bates Diop did not appear on the box score, even as a DNP. I don't think that means anything. Doesn't? No, I don't okay. think so. Is he all right? Is he with the team? Is he, he not is with, with the team? The team okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I think the real answer is, is none of those guys, but probably McRae. Yeah, shooting. I think McRae. Yeah. I think it's all a contingent on injury. Is there anything else that came through? Uh, what's the downside of starting Grant? Well, rebounding. Rebounding is one. Rebound. Yeah. Oh, tonight, man. Oh, yeah. that's another storyline. Tonight, he was just got murdered by Stephen. I mean, it was like a... Tough to watch. It was actually. tough to watch. Yeah. I mean, what was the point of almost having him out there? He could have just played another small because he was he was getting bullied so much. That's actually an important storyline. Um, but also, guys, we have an enormous sample size of Jokic and Millsap being really good together, mm-hmm. and we have a decent sample size of 
Grant and Jokic being like okay, and yeah. everybody okay, okay with but Jokic. not as good as Millsap and that's what and I'm Jokic. saying is everybody's good with right. Jokic, and him and Grant have been like they've been uh, good, maybe not as good as we thought they should. Yeah, be. yeah. I mean, maybe some more time. We'll see. Yeah. One is more. There, is there anything in the chat about Adam's salmon shirt? Uh, some compliments. Oh, yeah. Can um, we throw up the picture, <laughs> Kale, Super producer Kale. Can we go to the pro? You guys Don't all you, made Nobody funny. look at the. Can no I one. A, can I give a shout out? Can Please, I give a shout out? By all means. Yeah, the Dylan, floor is yours Dylan for Ma- the first time tonight. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan Mades, <laughs> happy fifth, fifth was birthday. Good, uh, happy birthday. Very proud of you. Happy very birthday. proud of you. You know, she. Uh, every time I'm watching basketball, she asks me, is that Jokic? No oh, matter what game that's is cute. on. Right, Your daughters are absolutely yeah. adorable. They are. You know what Did you guys see that video of those two kids, like, Going crazy around the living room on those uh, hoverboards. Hoverboards. Yes. Was that not the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen? It was. I, I gave. It just made me reflect on my own childhood and like how, how you much didn't I didn't have hoverboards. I didn't have hoverboards. Adam tried to make us all feel uh, bad. Right, whatever. Adam's he, daughters are people cute. are calling us the Salmon Boys. Now you guys know why I wear black every I single time. Lovely black. I put a little color in my life, and I'm just getting roasted. instantly lit up. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for hanging us with us thanks, in the guys. Loser Lounge, guys. Uh, it sucks to lose. It sucks to lose on a Friday night, but hopefully, quick turnaround Sunday, Minnesota. Ooh, scary mm. game. All no of towns. Sudden. No towns. Right. Yeah, uh, is no he ruled t- out for that. I think I saw yeah, that. he's that's out a, two weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. a big fat dub. I, I, really I think it's a dub too, but it's an important one. Can we o- say over, this? If over it's under, not, is it like a, a, there's some alarms going off if they lose at home to a townsless over under fourteen and a half field goal attempts, Malik Beasley. Oh, oh way over. Over. Okay, way okay, over. okay, 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 okay. Over, over, over. over under seventeen and a half field goal attempts for Malik Beasley. Over. over. I'll say twenty two. Over under. 22 points from Malik Beasley. Over. Over. I'll go over. He's going to have a big night. But the Nuggets will still win, I believe. Yeah, but what about what that's about the, Wancho? That's oh, man. You know, I actually want to know a hilarious matchup. Wancho versus Paul Millsap is a hilarious matchup. Yeah. That's right. I guess he is the power forward. He's the power forward up there. <laughs> Paul's probably just going to sag back into the paint, let him shoot it. Oh, God, I could see him at the Wancho game. We Wancho's, thought we had seen the Wancho game. Wancho's no. going to hit a three and forget which bench he's supposed to celebrate in front of. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm, oh, I'm going, so I'm going sad, back on this. Uh, I think that Gary's going to clamp guys, down man. on Beasley. Gonna Gary's going to clamp personally? Beasley. Yeah, he's going to clamp him. He's going to get Gary? Beasley. Was, yeah, Gary, yeah, Beasley will score 16 points. <laughs> Based on every game he's had since yeah. he left and, and has uh, hurt our soul, he's gonna shoot so much though that like he would have to shoot three of twenty to only have sixteen. Points. That's what I'm, that's wonder, what I'm predicting. I wonder if uh, Mama Beasley's gonna be at the game because she's, oh, she's, she's gonna be at the game. The She'll be oh. front she's and center. 50. She's gonna drop oh, it. Oh my god! I love you know her energy, I too. She's I love so her energy. Yeah. If Beasley does drop fifty on us, it's gonna she's gonna be hilarious. I think it might be yeah. physically impossible for me to root against Malik Beasley. It's oh, and Wancho. It's cool though because Towns. Is not playing, so they can combine for it, 50 it could be like a, uh, a great night where the Nuggets win big, but those guys still have good nights. Yeah, yeah. just happy all around. Yeah, Everybody's good happy. vibes all around. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging with us. Be safe Friday night. Be safe, everybody getting home. See you Sunday. We'll see you on uh, Perch. Sunday.